The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Knew and Review, the Doctor Who podcast from the Galactic Network. Now, Doctor Who might be both a mind and time-bending show, which means pretty much anything is possible. But heaven forbid a person who's already played the Doctor should get a second turn. So, however much we would like David Tennant to reprise his iconic role as the Doctor, it's just not going to happen. Sorry about that. This has come straight from David. He's done a little... uh, He's done a little... um, interview and he's gone no look stop mentioning it it's stupid and i agree it's not going to happen now if you remember at the start of last week's episode i mentioned david harwood and i said i would give you a little bit more of that once i typed up some notes well more and more and more and more see he was speaking at the independent spirit awards in california the former homeland actor said the next doctor should not be another white man Happy to be mentioned as one of the contenders himself, and it's nice to be in a running. He agrees it's nice to it'd be good to be something different. So, a uh, an ethnic actor, a black or uh, Asian actor, maybe even a woman. It would just be uh, a different flavour to it. I mean, he's already playing an alien, so maybe he could switch from Martian to Time Lord. Who knows what's going to happen? But he did say it is nice to be in a running because it is an iconic role and it is an iconic role i wonder what chris chibnall has to say about it we're still a long way off from discovering who'll replace peter capaldi and doctor who with the show's incoming boss chris chibnall insisting that nothing has been decided chibnall as you know will replace stephen moffat as showrunner in 2018 and his first job will to be cast capaldi's replacement but speaking to the East Anglian Daily Times, the Broadchurch writer insisted that he's still finishing the latest series of his ITV crime drama. And he's uh, just finished work on a new play, The Worst Wedding Ever. He hasn't actually got his feet under the table yet. So, who knows what he's going to do. Now, of course, like always, all of the stories that I mention, and I am rattling through those three at a fair pace, I include show notes. I include the show notes so you can do a clickety-click and read for yourself. Because I only really grab the headlines and read a little bit. I don't read the whole lot. I mean, that would just be a man reading in a webpage. Ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous... Many thanks for downloading this podcast from the Galactic Network. We have so much to offer... Maybe it's horror or adventure gaming. Perhaps you just like to listen to a couple of nerds geeking out. Well, if that's the case, then visit gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. And have a good poke around. You'll be surprised what you find. Maybe you'd like to chat to the hosts. If so, then why not sign up to our Slack channel? Or simply you want to tell us what a great job we're doing. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.
Now the story that's just not going to die until, well, until Peter Capaldi does. Well, not Peter Capaldi, the Doctor. Well, I say die, I mean regenerate. You know what I mean. So, Buffy the Vampire Slayer star, Anthony Head, has put himself in the running to be the next Doctor and Doctor Who, admitting that he would not turn down the role. Well, speculation is rife over who's going to take over from Peter Capaldi when he steps down at the end of the next series. One lesser mentioned is Head. Appearing on a morning TV programme in the UK, Good Morning Britain, the actor was asked by host Ben Shepherd and Susanna Reid whether he, well, whether he was the new Doctor. Now, he did say, I don't know, no one's asked, but I wouldn't say no. So that's another person in the, in the mix. Personally, Anthony Head is just a fraction too old, even though we know he would be absolutely awesome in the role. Still, you know, he's been in the show once. He wouldn't want to be in it again, would he? Now, Fathom Events, are you familiar with them? It's nothing to do with us over here in the UK, so that's all you guys over in America. You guys get all the good stuff. <coughs> Well, they are yet again bringing Doctor Who into US cinemas for the start of the series. So for the start of Series 10, for two nights only, fans can celebrate the return of Doctor Who on the big screen. The screenings are also set to include exclusive bonus features. So the question I've got is, does this give us a clue that the opening episode will be 60 minutes or more? Because otherwise, you won't go to the cinema to watch it, would you? I mean, I know I wouldn't. What would you do? Would you go to the cinema to watch it? Yeah, it's a bit of a quandary because I'd like to go to the cinema to watch all of it. Not just the first one, all of it. But I can't see that being a fair investment in cash if you're not going to get at least an hour screen time. Plus extras, yeah, plus extras. But, that, you know, you get extras anyway, don't you? You know. Tell me what you think. Email me. Tardis at gncasts.com Hauntings. Sky sounds. Parallel universes. Monster sightings. The New World Order. Ghost ships. Urban legends. Mysterious radio broadcasts and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen, find out more, and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, thank you very much, Dave. Weird World Weekly is still one of my favorite bits of output from the network. Uh, it's well worth a listen, uh, fun, entertaining. And uh, sometimes some of the stories are a little bit creepy. Not like here, though. I mean, the stories here are, well, all about Doctor Who. The BBC store is now advertising Doctor Who Series 10 as coming soon. And we know it is. 
that it's time to register your interest in the digital format. The first 500 people that sign up to the Series Pass will get some exclusive art cards. Now I'm not too sure, I like physical, I like the physical things. I'm, I'm, I'm old like that. If I could get Series 10 on VHS or Betamax, then I would. Um, I don't know how many, uh, how many have sold, but uh, it's well worth clicking the link, having a look. The BBC store is a treasure trove, an absolute treasure trove of some of the most awesome shows. Not just Doctor Who. I mean, they're awesome. The BBC, as you know, puts out awesome, awesome, awesome shows. So, you know, give it a click, give it a like. You know, if you buy some, invite me around, I'll bring popcorn. Now, sometimes in the world of podcasting, um, podcast, podcasters, they collide. Boom! And this is no exception. So I'm sort of, I guess I'm giving you a trigger warning because this could be classed as an advert. We don't do adverts on the Galactic Netcast uh, podcast network of shows. But if we did, we'd do adverts for our friends. Our friends like J.F. DeBow and his books. He should really probably write a Doctor Who book if you ask me. I think he's got enough nouns to do it. I mean, of course, he hasn't got 50 years of background. But we can work on that. I mean... You just make it up on his Doctor Who, don't you? Should I be saying that? And our other one is the lovely Amy Frost. Now, Daniora's instant cosplay is her little Etsy shop. And I say little Etsy shop, that could be patronising. If it is, I do apologise, Amy. I'm just really excited to be mentioning your product on my show. Because if you're listening to this and you must like Doctor Who, and if you like it enough, then you probably want to go to a convention. And if you go to a convention, you probably want to adorn yourself in something all Doctor Who-ish. You might not have the, well, you might not have the confidence to go full cosplay, and that's understandable. But you, you might want to wear a little bit of the Doctor on you. Well, how about adorning yourself with one of the cutest TARDIS-inspired miniature top hat fascinators? Now, I'm fairly certain that these are probably aimed at ladies. But hell, I would wear one of these. Um, these are some of the cutest little hats I've seen. These cute little tips, tippers are lovingly made by Daniora's instant cosplay. You want to see one? Of course you want to see one. You go, well, what are you on about? I mean, it's a visual thing, Daryl. Well, of course, check out the show notes. Simply cute in TARDIS blue. Or if you go to um, uh, gncasts.com, uh, the landing page, where I post my, uh, my podcast, you'll see the picture I've used of these uh, I'm, 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 I'm hoping if I advertise it enough, then she'll send me one because they are they are so cute. Really, no, I know I'm a boy and I shouldn't be getting this excited about a hat, but it's such a cute hat. Um, so fair play. Uh, I suppose well, let's go on to the next one. And do you know what's coming next? Well, you should do. Without. Further ado, it's time for the A to Z. The A to Z. And this week, it is one of those one-off monsters that you hear about and then you never see again. The monster in question this week is the Reapers from the episode Father's Day. The, the weepy episode where Rose gets to meet her dad twice and then saves his life and then he 
dies. You know, one of those. So what's the planet of origin for the Reapers? Well, they actually live inside the time vortex itself. They don't have any particular technology. You see, Reapers are linked to time itself. They search for temporal paradoxes, and if the balance of time is disrupted, then they would be drawn out to forcefully remove the offending element. The Reapers are sort of flying like dragon beings with red eyes. Two wings, two claws below the wings that can break through stone. They sort of have mouths on their chest, tails that resemble a scythe and dark brown, tough, scaly skin. They live in the time vortex as well as on morass. Uh, the Reapers, after they searching out these disturbances, well, they, they sterilise the area by devouring everything. Older objects are stronger against them, such as, um, well, things like churches. Um, you see, sentient beings are more interested in them than inanimate objects. They devour creatures through their mouths. They sort of vaporise them almost, leaving no trace. They also really say golden glow from their eyes and under their skin when they are attacking or about to attack. Well, that's everything for this week. I'll leave the computer going in the background. As I say goodbye, I shall speak to you next week with more from the Galactic Network, Who Knew and Review. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.